0: Good morning everyone, we're going to get started and do appreciate you coming and being with us on this uh, resurrection morning and uh, so happy to have each one of you here. we got several guests and uh, just because I don't want to mess up, I'll just wave at you and I'm glad y'all are here. Thank y'all so much for coming and I uh, do appreciate the Lord. This is one of the most uh, Uh, important days as a Christian, uh, the day that we celebrate the resurrection of Jesus Christ. I was telling my wife, you know, any person can die. Anybody can die. But not everyone can resurrect. Amen. And Jesus uh, died and rose again on the third day. That is the reason we celebrate on Sunday, the first day of the week. Most of my life, I thought Monday was the first day of the week. But as I got older, I learned that Sunday is the first day of the week. It is the day that our Christ, our Lord, our Savior, our Jesus, rose from the dead. And so uh, we're going to turn it over to uh, the teachers this morning, uh, Brother uh, Jamie and uh, So we're going to let you have your part. All right, right, children, stand up. What did we learn about that?
1: The what? The resurrection. The what? The
0: resurrection. All right, the resurrection. Okay. All right. Let's sing our song, okay? Somebody loves me, somebody loves me. I Uh, Please remember that if you get an opportunity to be with us, we would love to have you. Uh, Just to tell you up front, we do do uh, feet washing also. And so uh, if you've never had that done, please come be with us. You will uh, thoroughly enjoy it. It's a blessing. All right, my father-in-law, Brother Otis, if you would come receive our morning tithe and offering. Lord, we thank you for the good day. We thank you for the privilege to give back a portion you bless blessed us with. We appreciate you good people here and everywhere, Lord. We appreciate the principles that you have taught us through your Word. How meaningful that it is. Having said, Lord, bless us today with a good offering. Amen. Amen. I thank the Lord. Folks, I hope that you are rapture ready. The Lord's coming. We need to be ready. Things are changing in this world, and uh, they've only just begun. Uh, In the last, I couldn't tell you exactly, probably the last five, six years, things have changed that I never thought I would see as an American. And uh, things are continuing to change. But i tell you one thing that does not change. That's Jesus. The Gospel does not change. The Word of God does not change. God's precepts and uh, what He calls us to do and how we are to do it does not change. And I don't know about you, but I really appreciate the Lord for that. Uh, When I uh, was pursuing uh, business when I was a younger man, uh, seemed like uh, the definition of success kept changing through the years. I remember seeing a a book that had been written for uh, people in business and stuff to try to encourage them. Uh, And the title of it was, Who Moved the Cheese? Huh? Who Moved the Cheese? Well, I want to tell you something. Heaven has not moved. The Lord has not moved. The holy highway has not changed. It is the same. And I appreciate the Lord for that because I find the older I get, the less adaptive I am. And uh, I'm more resistant to change the older I get. But I do appreciate the Lord. Let's get in and see what God's got for us here this morning. Amen.
1: We've already sang the song this week. But uh, this morning, I'm so glad to have all y'all here. Um, I got up, I was cooking away, and Daddy, you know, get daddy bacon and he had to have cereal. And up there praying, brother, tears started flowing. And I'm just doing this, trying not to get in macaroni and cheese. You know, just worshiping God. We just moved into this house and still have everything, you know. Well we have been there a while, but we had our together. But uh this past week, worshiping God in that house, I felt the Holy Ghost
0: He visited
1: me. All right. This old preacher's wife had her a bit. Yeah. Woo! Right there in that laundry room. He just come on man. sister. We were raised with my daddy. We, my daddy would pick us up on the weekends from up here and take us to the Savannah Church. We could not play. We couldn't do anything. All three of us, little youngins, had to lean down and pray. We didn't have pray, just right now. But we would listen to and pray.
0: We got rooted and grounded
1: Rusty. We might have had
0: to read a portion of the uh, uh, resurrection scriptures here this morning and then talk to us uh, here this morning and try to challenge you that if you don't really know Christ, All right. yeah. for you to come to know Him. Yeah. Everyone that can, if you would stand with us as we read starting in verse 1 of chapter 28 of the book of Matthew, and we'll begin. In the end of the Sabbath, as it began to dawn toward the first day of the week, came Mary Magdalene and the other Mary to see the sepulchre. And behold, there was a great earthquake, for the angel of the Lord descended from heaven, and came and rolled back the stone from the door and sat upon it. His countenance was like lightning, and his raiment white as snow. And for fear of him, the keepers did shake and became as dead men. And the angel answered and said unto the woman, Fear not ye, for I know that ye seek Jesus who was crucified. He is not here, for he is risen, as he said, Come, see the place where the Lord lay, and go quickly and tell His disciples that He is risen from the dead. And behold, He goeth before you into Galilee. There shall ye see Him. Lo, I have told you. And they departed quickly from the sepulchre with fear and great joy, and did run to bring His disciples' word. And as they went to tell his disciples, behold, Jesus met them, saying, All hail! And they came and beheld him uh, and held him by his feet and worshiped him. Then said Jesus unto them, Be not afraid. Go tell thy brethren that they go into, Gal- that they go into Galilee, and there shall they see me. Let's bow our heads. Dear Lord Jesus, I thank You. I thank You, Lord, that You're not a piece of stone. And I thank You, Lord, that You're not some cunningly devised fable of some space thing or whatever. I thank You for who You are. And I thank You that You are alive and that You are real. And that, Lord, You are still amongst us here this day. I thank you, Lord Jesus, that you are still touched by our infirmities. And I thank you, Lord, that you are are still mindful of our daily needs. And I thank you, Lord, that you still answer prayer. And I thank you, Lord, that you still speak to your people. Come by and move for us here this morning, we pray. Lord, touch hearts and lives. Draw back, Lord, those who have drifted away. Let them realize how important it is to know You in this day and hour. Come by, we pray, in Your blessed and holy, righteous, wonderful, and holy name, that name of Jesus. And everyone said, Amen. 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 Here in these scriptures is... Uh, I'd say most everybody's heard the, the resurrection story, haven't you? Right. Y'all heard it? Okay. And uh, it's good. It, we need to know it. And of course, I appreciate the Lord. Uh, uh, each one of the gospel uh, books, uh, all four of them, talk about the resurrection. Uh, the resurrection really put into more modern day uh, terminology means to stand again. Huh? One who was either laying or sitting to stand again. And so for someone to resurrect from the dead means that they stood again. And so uh, Jesus, he was the great sacrifice. The sacrifice of a spotless lamb. No sin, no guile in his mouth. Jesus never did any wrong. Hello? And I, I'll, I'll take it a little step farther because I, I don't like the teaching that I hear sometimes. He couldn't have ever done anything wrong either. He's God. Amen. And so our God, He can't stumble. He couldn't fail. And He couldn't falter. He was the perfect God sacrifice amen and because that joseph was not his father but god the father amen he didn't have just any ordinary blood in him either uh when i was bleeding out several years ago when they came in and told me they said do you know what type of blood you are i said no i don't and they said well you're type b positive positive," and i thought well good that, that, that does make me feel a little better. B positive. But there's uh, B negative and O and O positive and all. And, uh, and uh, I am fully convinced that Jesus' blood type was type G. God. His blood. The perfect sacrifice. The only sacrifice for man's sins. And not only to be able to wash away all of the sins that have been done in the past, but able to wash a man's conscience and to change him from the inside out. You know, the blood of bulls and goats did wash away sins in the Old Testament, but it could never change a man. But the blood of Jesus Christ changes us. Yeah. Makes us into new creatures yeah. in him. Amen. Uh makes us from sinners to saints. Yeah. Woo! Hallelujah. And I appreciate the Lord so very much for that. But there's a couple of uh scriptures, couple of versions Uh, Mark and Luke make mention of something that I think is important for us today because I believe it applies to us today. So in Mark 16, verse 9, 10, and 11, let me read those to you. It said, Now when Jesus was risen early the first day of the week, he appeared first to Mary Magdalene, out of whom he had cast seven devils. And he went and told them, That he had, um, and he went and told, I'm sorry. And she went and told them, the disciples, that he had been with him, she had been with him as they mourned and wept. And this is the next verse I want you to pay attention to. And they, when they had heard that he was alive and had been seen of her, Believe not. Now we're not talking about the Jews or the Pharisees or the Sadducees. We're not talking about a bunch of uh, other people just around in a group. Not talking about the coffee club or any of these other people. We're talking about the disciples. And so when Mary Magdalene and the other Mary, one of the Gospels says it was Mary, mother of Jesus. Huh? Huh? And they had seen him alive and they believed them not. Huh? They didn't believe him.
1: Yes.
0: Now, we in America, we're easy to shake our heads. Huh? Shake them? Yeah, 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 yeah. But sometimes people can shake their heads and not actually believe what they're hearing. Okay? They uh, may not necessarily uh, go along with what they're... But just to keep the other person from talking too much longer, they'll shake their heads and hopefully can scoot out of there in a little bit. Uh, But I want to ask you something. Do you really believe in Jesus? It is so important for you to believe in Him this word believe uh, in, in the uh, the scriptures that are, are it said and they believe them not that was a particular type of Greek word it meant to refuse to uh, to refuse believe to be incredulous to disbelieve it meant uh, to prove false to violate one's faith to be unfaithful to believe. Not. Huh? But notice one of those words was to disbelieve. Well, I believe in Jesus, but. To refuse. Well, I believe that Jesus walked this earth and was a man who was crucified and, well, you know, I don't, you know, Maybe He just rose spiritually. Come on. Can I tell you, every dead person raises spiritually. (laughs) When they die, their soul and spirit leave them. Amen. And leave their body. Amen. But Jesus... Stood up. Right. Amen. He took those grave clothes off. He uh, took that napkin yeah. off of his face and folded it to yeah. one side yeah. to believe, to trust these words. And uh, you know, we're 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 really in a, in bad shape in America because in America over the last several years we're more apt to believe lies than to believe truth. Yeah. Yeah. We need to believe the truth. Right. And the scripture said that he rose alive. And when they heard that he was alive. What would you do if you heard that he was alive? Huh? Now being shocked is one thing. But they did not believe them. they, were, they refused them. They uh, really, they went on and, and uh, over in Luke, it, it talks about it too, Luke 24:10. Uh, and it was uh, Mary Magdalene and Joanne and Mary, the mother of James, which happened to be Jesus' brother. And the other women that were with them, which told these things unto the apostles. And their words seemed to them as idle tales, and they believed them not. Idle tales. If I was more learned I could pronounce these Greek words, but they're Greek and I'm English. But I do like the definitions. Idle tales. Idle talk. Empty tail. Nonsense. Right. Lyndell Scott James in his lexicon says trash. So you thought trash talking was a modern thing? No, way back then. Trash. What shall we? But useless. Also, delirium, silliness. The disciples thought it as an idle tale. Come on. Jesus told him. He told them. He was going to be crucified and raised on the third day. We're told things sometimes in church, but it, as the old saying says, goes in one ear and out the other. Come on. Words are important. Huh? Words are not just something to be thrown around with. So how Jesus said in the gospel, said we were going to be judged by every idle word. Amen. Amen. Every little word that we spoke, we're going to be judged by. We're going to be weighed by these words. And so they just counted off as idle tales and did not believe them. Do you believe? Yes. yes. Do you believe? Yes. <laughs> There was uh, one of the people who passed away during this plague. You know, uh, there were a lot of unbelievers about COVID-19. Huh? It's kind of crazy. There's still a bunch of them out there. huh? But if you've had it, like I had it, you would become a believer. Yeah, if you had had it like my father-in-law had it and we saw him suffer with it you would be a believer if you had seen it how my uncle by marriage otis's brother and his nephew got it and died by it you would become a believer amen We can say all kinds of things. We can try to uh, just say words and make it out. But I'm going to tell you something. There comes a time when you have to take action for the things that you believe. And if you believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, you need to take action. Because all of the words that we have spoken through the years, amen, about sin and about sin causing us to go to hell, amen, and sin uh, separating us from God and these things, you need to take action before it's too late. We are not promised tomorrow. When you get older, things happen to you that kind of shake you up. I mentioned a little bit earlier about being be positive, positive And many of you know that I had a, uh, an ulcer in my duodenum that happened to be right on a major artery. And it erupted in 2004. Okay? And I almost bled out. I didn't have time to try to pray through I didn't have time to try to go and get everything right in life. I didn't have time to pray and seek the Lord because it was upon me. And then I guess the Lord gave me a little reminder toward the first of the year, this year, in my car, Teresa begging to take me to the hospital and I'm refusing. Huh? You know? I've got a blockage in the Widowmaker, Huh? Come on. I didn't plan on that. I didn't think, wow, well, now's a good time probably just to, this only leave all my It doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. There's a brother... I, I've told the story before. There was a brother up in um, Ohio, and uh, he'd come up on this one boy that had just flipped his vehicle and wrecked and had blood coming out of his ears and his eyes and his mouth, you know. And so he got up to the boy, trying to, to witness to him right there because it looked like he wasn't going to be long on this earth. And he got up there to him, and all the boy could say is, Please don't tell my mama. He said, now son, you're in bad shape. You're not going to make it. You need to pray. Have you ever prayed? Do you know who Jesus is? Please don't tell my mama. Son, don't worry about your mama. You need to worry about the Lord. You need to pray. Amen. Amen. And they took him in an ambulance without the lights on when he left there. But all he could say was, please don't tell my mama. He snuck out. Snuck off in the car. Huh? Please don't tell my mama. We better know who Jesus is. He's real. He's real. We're living in a day and an hour where they believe in some Jesus far off, maybe way up in the sky, maybe somewhere off. I don't know where people think they are. Or they think they can treat Jesus like... Well, I would say a pen pal, but that's not used anymore. Maybe like a, I don't even know what to say. (laughs) (laughs) Some distant friend somewhere that you just talked to on Facebook or something, huh? Get your face in the right book. That's right, yeah. I told you one time before. There was this one man who kept trying to arrange for the woman he loved in Europe to come on over and visit him. And he couldn't get her to come. Every time he started saying, you know, when are you gonna come over? They changed the subject and she wouldn't show up. So finally he said he was gonna go show up over there and it disappeared. Later come to find out he was talking to an AI program he did fall fall in love with some computer program <coughs> somewhere in <coughs> Europe. There's a lot of people, they think they know Jesus,
1: yeah.
0: but they don't know Him.
1: Yeah.
0: They think they love Him, but they're far from Him. Right. They think they love Him and know Him, but they've never heard His voice. Amen. Never felt His convicting power. Amen. Never decided to lay off anything. Amen. To clean themselves up as a bride, being prepared for the groom to come. Amen. Never. We're going to have to know Him. Are you on first name basis with Jesus? Huh? They did not believe Mary Magdalene. Jesus is alive. And I'll be honest with you, some of you that bobble your head sometimes up and down, I wonder, do you really believe? How can you still say you believe and do the things that you do? To live the way that you live. To act the way that you act. You still give people a piece of your mind. Folks, we don't want a piece of your mind. We don't need it. I need you to act like a saint of God. If you love Jesus, it's not an act, it's the real McCoy. Come on. And when sin tempts you, oh, yes. After salvation you will still be tempted. And after sanctification, you will still be tempted. And after the indwelling of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in an unknown tongue, you will be tempted more. Come on. But but, (laughs) the scripture says, you know, that when we are tempted, uh, there have no temptation taken you but such as common to man. But God is faithful; who will not tempt you above that ye are able? But will with the temptation make a way of escape, that ye be able to bear it. You don't have to sin. You don't have to fail. God. You know, I don't know. I don't know about you, but the devil, he, he tells me. You know, well, you can always ask the Lord to forgive you. Yeah, you can. Huh? But the guilt. Right. Yeah. You feel so bad. I don't know about y'all. You feel real spiritual after you fail God? Yeah. Hello? Now, don't act like you haven't failed God since all day. Come on.
1: Jesus?
0: Oh, my. My, my. But you don't have to fail.
1: Right. You, you can
0: hold fast. Yes. You can hold on for Jesus. Yeah. When temptation comes, He'll make a way of escape. Yeah. You can say no. Someone can interrupt you and you don't have to do what, or say what you want to say. And I'm going to tell you something. The temptation a lot of times is that stuff that comes up and wants to cross your, your lips. God. Huh? Yeah. To call that person a dummy. Hello? Or stupid. Well, I didn't call him a fool. It's the same thing as calling a fool. Yeah. Do you really believe Jesus? Do you really believe Him? Do you really love Him? 1 Corinthians 13 talks about when we love somebody, we don't want to embarrass them. You don't want to bring an embarrassment to Christ. Huh? I've said it many times. Teresa sent me out for coconut milk because she has this great coconut cream uh, cake recipe. And I looked all over Walmart, looked all over Walmart. I could not find it. She told me which cans not to buy, and that's all I I could find was the ones not to buy. So finally I asked the lady, and she said, Oh, yeah, follow me. And so I followed her, not paying a lot of attention. The next thing I know, I'm passing Pat's Blue Ribbon, Core, Bush, down the alcohol. And she said, Here it is right here. We keep it here all the time. And I thought to myself, that's why I never saw it.
1: I do not really like to go, I don't go down that aisle. Yes. Huh? Yeah. Yeah.
0: No, I don't buy no lotto tickets either. Well, Amen.
1: Okay. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: I did have to go into a casino several years back. We didn't realize it, but that's where our rental car was. We had to go into it. I hate it. I don't go into casinos. I don't go into uh, places that are just completely plastered with drink and all that kind of stuff. Come on now! Because if they saw me walking out, what would they think? Huh? Amen. I don't want to bring any reproach for my Jesus. You know why? Because he was beat for my sins. He shed his innocent blood because of me. His back was just looking like hamburger meat because of the things I did and the things I said. And I don't want to trample on the blood of Christ because I love Him. I don't want to bring a reproach. Oh, look at them. And they say they're they're a Christian. I got on to my son and a couple of his friends tell back when they were younger here because they had them ICB root beers. And I drove up on the property. I said, what, are, what is that you got? They said, root beer. I said, well, it might be. Come in here, get a cup, and don't ever drink those on the church property anymore. Amen. Hello? Amen. You say, why? Amen. It looked like they was drinking beer. Amen. I don't want nobody look. Hello? Yeah. Do you even think like that? Huh? I love Him too much. He's done too much for me. He's blessed me too good. He's brought me through my life in some places where I almost died. And I believe. You might say, "Well, Jeff, you're crazy, but I really believe. I know He hears my prayers. Yes. Hello. And I want to tell you something. I'm not special. He'll hear your prayers too. That's right. If you'll believe. Yes. And if you'll love Him. Come on. And, and so, I believe Him. And I trust Him. And I love Him. I also believe He still speaks to us. Yes. Hello. Hello. I thought it was with my ears. It might have been in my mind. I don't know, but there's been times I've heard the Lord. You say, Brother Jeff, that's it. Huh? You've gone too far now. Huh? I want to remind you that Jesus said, my sheep, hear my voice. And God's always going to have a people they can lock us up in uh, the middle houses where we can write beautiful songs like the love of God. Huh? Or they can shoot us and kill us or try to reform us. But I believe. I believe. I believe his words. And I know these coming back. And I felt his presence. I've heard His voice. He's changed me. I am not the same that I used to be. I believe God. And so, Teresa, come get us another song. On this resurrection day. You know, they say there's a lot of times, two times in the year that people come to church. I hope this isn't your two times. One or two times. They come during Christmas and they come during Easter. I believe His Word. Amen. I believe the Word, it says, forsake not the assembly of yourselves together as the manner of some is. Amen. I believe. And I don't believe in some inanimate steamy, misty cloud somewhere. I don't know exactly what it looks like, but I believe that when my eyes can see, I will see the man, Christ Jesus. That's what I want to see. Amen. And so, to truly believe Here's a little checklist for you to see if you truly believe in Jesus. You believe that he was born of a virgin birth. You believe that he walked and lived like a regular man on the, when he was on this earth. You believe that he was sinless all of his life.. Yes. You believe that he died a cruel, painful death on the cross. And that he died dead. No swoon. You believe that he laid in a borrowed tomb for three days. You believe that he physically rose from the dead on the third day. You believe that he continue to walk on the earth for another 40 days and you believe that He ascended on high and is seated at the right hand of God make an intercession for you and me and you believe that He is coming soon to call His bride to Himself maybe you've not heard it said that way but let me explain to you the church is the bride of Christ and he's coming for his bride the bride is to make itself ready for the marriage supper of the Lamb so let's stand all across the house I'll ask you this question, but I want you to ask yourself. Do I really believe in Jesus? Do I believe that He is the Son of God? Do I really believe that I... have got to believe His Word to make it to heaven. Huh? And then I want to ask you, are you acting on that word? God had not called us for to be a part-time Christian. He hasn't called us to be a, just a social Christian. He called us to love Him and to be His friend. as the wedding vows would say, for better or for worse. In the good times and in the bad times. When things are going good for you, when things are going bad for you. Can I tell you something? No other event in my life has been as great is when I got saved. To come to know Jesus, for Him to help me, hear me, hear my prayers, answer my prayers. Do you really believe that? There's a lot of folks that don't believe in that. He's healed my body. And what's amazing is, If you're too specific, he'll only heal that specific question. (laughs) We serve a great God. And he has promised us that he will never leave us nor forsake us. What a great promise. Great promise. Heads bowed all across the house. Who here this morning would like to take that belief into faith? This morning you would like to say, Brother Jeff, I want to believe with all my heart that Jesus is the Savior of the world and that I am a sinner I need salvation. Who will raise their hand here this morning? Who will raise their hand here this morning? Do you want to be saved? Oh, everybody wants to go to heaven. But nobody wants to live like it. Do you want to make it? Can I tell you, anything that would hold you back from really getting to know Jesus, it's your enemy. If it's your girlfriend, or if it's your boyfriend. If it's your husband, or if it's your wife. If it's your children, or your parents. If it is your political party, if it is your social friends, they have become your enemy. No one will be with you like Jesus will. Who here this morning raise that hand and say, "Jesus, save me." I believe. I believe. Anyone? Anyone else? Raise that hand. I believe. I want to invite you to come to this altar. There's plenty of room around. Bow your head. You're not praying to a saint. Don't call my name out. I can't help you with this. But you call that in the name of Jesus. Talk to him. Don't talk to him like you're talking to a recording. Don't talk to him like he's some kind of robot. But plead with him, Jesus, I'm lost. And I know I'm going to hell. Save me, Jesus. Save me. Save me from myself. And save me from this world. Help me right now. So I invite all of us to come. Let us all come. Let us all seek the Lord. You're already saved. Renew. Refresh that relationship. Let's draw close to Him right now.